and Dr. Wendy Hill. I'm so glad you're here with me right now. We're on this life's journey together. The way I see it is you and I are a team, and together we can explore the wonderful possibilities for personal and spiritual growth. I believe each of us has within the power to heal and to manifest the best and highest that is already within us. If you would like to have more direct contact with me, go to my website, wendyhill.com, and call, text, or email me. Let's keep taking this journey together. Welcome back to How to Be Happy with Dr. Wendy, and my guest today, again, is Beth Newton, and the subject that she would like to talk about is, well, her lack of of self-discipline. And I'll tell you a little bit about, before Beth introduces herself again, where this subject came from. Uh, We were taking a break from doing this podcast, and I had to stand up because I have sciatica in one of my legs. And just standing up for a few minutes helps before I can sit down and continue with a podcast. And uh, she said, oh gosh, she had something very similar. And so we talked about doing yoga in the evening and back exercises that help. And she said, I just can't do that. So we started talking about the non-negotiable and um, lack of self-discipline. So let me introduce to you Beth again. Welcome back, Beth. Thank you so much, Wendy. This is so much fun talking (laughs) and knowing that people out there are listening and hopefully can pick up some really good ideas from these podcasts. Well, I really appreciate that you're willing to talk about something um, that isn't totally formed in yourself, which is self-discipline. Mm-hmm. Tell us a, a little bit about your, quote, lack of self-discipline. Lack of self-discipline. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I could just start from from knowing that being 60 now and my body is just starting to fall apart it's just amazing it seems like this year when I turned 60 I never had problem with my knees now my knees hurt I never had problems with this now this hurts I never had arthritis now I have arthritis so I play tennis three to four days a week and tennis is a great exercise but I should be tempering the tennis especially with the aches and pains in my body with yoga because yoga is the great neutralizer it stretches everything it and makes... you know all about yoga but I... you don't do it i know so what is that about yeah what is that about so if anyone looked at my calendar you know in a calendar you have different colors for different things and i have a uh, red is exercise so i have about <laughs> about 12 red spaces in my calendar of all the different classes I should be taking. And every week, the week goes by and I don't take one of those classes, nor do I sit down at home and do even 10 minutes of yoga when I know I should be doing it. And what is it? I don't well, know. Let me ask a question that might help you get in touch with what that is. And maybe the listener too can relate to, to you what you're saying. What hidden benefit would there be for not having the self-discipline? Yeah, what a good question. What hidden benefit? Think about that for a second. Yeah, the hidden benefit is that I guess I can continue to be this compromised body without 
kind of taking responsibility for it. It's like, well, gosh, my body is just really not very good right now. And, um, but why is that a benefit? That's, that's you know, a the tough person question. to ask that question is not your adult self. Because your adult self is going to go, well, this is silly. I should be doing it. Yeah. So let's ask the little girl inside of you who doesn't want to do it. And just take a minute and find her and and ask her. Yeah. And and listeners, while Beth is doing that, do the same thing if you can relate to this. What is the hidden benefit for me not taking full responsibility for my whatever health or whatever it is that you're lacking discipline in yeah oh my god i'm stymied here i am a person of many words i'm i'm really stymied as to what why wouldn't i want to do it it's all good it's well don't ask the i ask the child the child yeah so let let me lead you through this can i do that for a second please oh my god so close your eyes for a second and i want you to see an image of young Beth, little girl Beth, and she's going to be thinking entirely differently than adult Beth, and I want you to listen to her little voice inside, and I want you to just ask her, sweet girl, why aren't we doing the yoga that we know we need to do? Say that out loud to her, and then listen to what her answer is, and we'll see. Can I answer? Yeah, ask her out loud. Oh, ask her out loud, so sweet, sweet little Bethy. Why aren't we doing the exercise that we need to do to keep our body healthy? Now listen to her and she'll speak to you. Yeah, (laughs) what I heard immediately was that, you know, I'm just too busy dancing around and doing this and that and not literally not hitting the ground once. (laughs) Um, I'm, I'm just all over the place. So what you're saying is that little Bethy, sweet little girl, is energetic and involved and excited about life or driven by something. Mm-hmm. She's, she's nodding, everybody who's listening. Yeah. So do you want to explore this a little further? Yeah. Okay. So um, what would you want to ask her then? Keep her there. Yeah, why can't you just perhaps sit down and focus? Listen to what she says. She'll give an answer. Um, gee, I don't, um, hmm. No, don't try and think of it. I know, don't think it through. You have to actually be talking to her in your mind. That's why I say close your eyes because you can see her. And she'll answer you if you mm-hmm. tune into her. Maybe too much to pay attention to. I have so, to pay. is there something, yeah. sweet girl, that's going on in your family that you need to pay attention to so you can't relax completely? Uh, right, right, right. I have to pay attention to my mother, who probably doesn't pay a lot of attention to us and not until she was older did she really pay attention to us she was a depressed very uh highly accomplished musician who became a mom way too early and didn't become a concert pianist and then I have to pay attention a lot of attention to my dad because 
Uh, he was so difficult, so loving, so loving, but so difficult because he um, would uh, either embarrass us or take jabs at us or try to analyze us. Um, so I think little Beth was on guard a lot within her exuberance and enthusiasm and dancing around life. So is it possible little Beth made a decision that in order to make things okay, that she had to be uh, maybe very vigilant or hypervigilant? Constantly on alert. Uh, and so had did that maybe become a pattern through your life mm-hmm. into your 60th year? Yeah, yeah. Where I can't, yeah, very, very possibly. I have to stay hyper alert. I have to always make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, which sometimes is just sitting in my comfy chair and not doing a thing. That must be exhausting to have to to feel that you have to be on hyper alert. Yes, all that the is time. exhausting. So any listener who maybe has that feeling, yeah. um, might be helpful to do what Beth just did, and that is to go back and talk to the child and look at what were the circumstances that created that vigilance, that hypervigilance. And this pattern of, mm-hmm. of, of, of not doing what you need to do right. and why, what are the reasons you're not that, doing. Because there was a higher need for little Beth to take care of what was going on in the family and to yeah. deal with mom and dad. So one of the realizations that can come from doing what you just did courageously and thank you thank you so much mm-hmm. for doing that um what realization can you have just by seeing that now so what i think is after you do something like this what i just did i think there has to be a little more contemplation could you maybe see that because you're no longer living with your parents and you don't have to do that to yourself anymore you can not be so vigilant all the time that you can just relax and a little bit more and in relaxing make yourself more of a priority mm-hmm. yeah in terms goodness. of in terms of what you want to get done in terms of self-discipline which would allow you then to do the yoga in the evening time to support your back yeah absolutely fascinating thought (laughs) Um. listeners what's happening with Beth is that Beth as you are listening to her is actually discovering something pretty neat about herself which is you know she talks about the transition she's having from being a mother to looking at the possible careers and, you know, when we make that transition and we begin to wake up, sometimes it's not so easy. Mm-hmm. We have to look at things that are not easy to look at in ourselves. So, and, and also the same process of having much more time on your hands when your kids are not dependent on you. And th- so figuring out how to use your time for mm-hmm. pleasure wisely, for mm-hmm. discipline... So when someone has the uh, pattern of being hypervigilant, it'd probably be real easy to fill your time because you can make a job out of almost anything, right? (laughs) Yeah, or do nothing, or just sit in my comfy chair. You know, what I'm thinking is um, 
and I've I've had this a little bit of what you're talking about here is it always looking around saying what's going on around me that vigilance to realize to say I'm safe I'm safe to relax and I don't need to overdo to such a degree that later I have to just sit in my chair and do nothing that I can even things out become more even tempered more relaxed and the things that I do don't have to be so intense. You're nodding, so tell me what you're thinking is about No, that. I'm is just it? listening to your words and again, you know, just thinking about how how it's so important to, to know that it's that it's okay to you're safe, you're you don't have to be hyper vigilant anymore. I'm just nodding, thinking about all the things that I have to think about now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all. I want to acknowledge Beth and her courage for allowing me to lead her through this little inner child dialogue that she had. And I'm wondering, Beth, if you're a little bit stunned at what what you just discovered. Your little Bethy just told you. Yes, I actually am. Um, With all the work I've done on myself in my life, there, there obviously is more to do. Um, and, uh, this just one little, little exercise has given me a lot of, um, a lot of material to think about and use to make my life even better. Well, maybe, uh, we can catch up after you've had a little time to, to reflect on this and see what you've learned and maybe what you would like to share with others possibly. Yeah. So thank you so much for being here, Beth. Thank you, Wendy. Listeners, I, I challenge you and encourage you to, if you are having some issue of lack of self discipline in your life, to simply slow yourself down if you can, close your eyes, and see your a younger version of yourself, that little boy or that little girl that you were, and talk to them. It helps if you talk out loud because it goes deeper. And that they will answer you. They'll give you a thought. They'll give you an answer of what they feel. And that can be an open a door for you to understand yourself in greater depth. So thank you again, Beth. And blessings to everybody listening. Thank you for taking this journey with me today. And until next time, know that you are loved beyond imagining.